Cold Soul Radio coming at you live. Coming soon.
Good motherfucking evening, everybody. Today is hello. What today's June? No, May. May 29th. May 29th, Sunday, May 29th. Happy Carnival today on Old Soul Radio. Oh, my name is Dolomite Twelve. My name is John. And today <laughs> we have a special guest with us that's gonna release a single off of her, her new album coming up called Seven Nineteen. Right? Yep. So I got the Z Omara. Z Omara. Everybody, give it up. <laughs> Say hello. Hello, hello. Hey. It's good to be here. Good to be here too. Happy Carnaval. I missed it running around. Hey, how did you and Professor missed it today? That's I just didn't go. It's oh. a cancer thing. Yeah. Some days we just miss everything. Oh. <laughs> exactly. It's all good. Um, you're dropping an album. Is this correct? Yeah. You want to talk about that? For sure. Um, yeah, I'm dropping my debut original album. Uh, I have a f- couple of producers I've been working with, but much of it is uh, self-produced. So I'm working with uh, Brycon, hey. who is all of our homie. Yeah. yeah. Can't tell Hello, yeah. I'm saying hi to Brycon on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Hilo as well, who should be here in a few minutes. Um, yeah, so we're out of Knock Knock Studios recording on two-inch tape, knock blah, knock. blah, blah. It's going yeah. to be, gonna be a, an interesting uh, story. Tell me about like a studio session. I mean, you don't you don't gotta give away nothing, you know what I'm saying? But like, what do you, like what is that like for you when you go into the studio? Everything. I love the studio. Um, recording is probably my most uh, comfortable place, and Ari's uh, studio, Ari Sandoval yes. uh, or uh, Hash Brown. Hash. His studio is called Knock Knock Studios. That's where we're, we're recording. It's out in the sunset in SF, and uh, it's just a comfortable environment, you know. Um, it's a think tank. We get together. We smoke a lot of weed. We talk, mm-hmm. um, and we produce and we track. And it's just, it's a, you know, I feel most at home when I'm recording. So really, what's the studio being? It, what is being in the studio like? It's like being at home. That's what's up. And, yeah. and you, you don't just sing. You rap too, which is. Like, <laughs> you don't bring that out yeah. early. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just something that's just like dope to me. Like, what what came first? Was like the singing or the rapping, or was it just both singing. the same time singing? Yeah, I mean, my, yeah, my dad's a percussionist, um, the Afro-Cuban ilk, and um, yeah, I was I was singing from basically from baby, from birth on up. Uh, but rapping, I think I started rapping when I was like 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. Like, I really started at um, at this boarding school I went to out in Colorado, which is another long story. Um, well, I didn't know that yeah. side of you at all. The real the real deal is, me and my boyfriend had really bad at the time had really horrible communication, and so um, we all lived on campus, and we would like go at night instead of you know yelling and waking everybody up. We just battle rap it out. No lie, it was so corny. It was, but it worked. You know what I mean? It was personal growth <laughs> through music. That's dope. Word. Yeah, that's the deal. And then, oh, so I guess like the reemergence of the rap thing was uh, when I was, you know, rocking with People's Tree, you know, Mm -hmm. before we were really a group on a couple of features. And then we were like, okay, I think this is going to be a thing. You know, I think we're doing this. We're doing this, fellas. And then Equipto sat me down on one of the uh, features on Treat'em. Or not features, I guess, just one of the tracks we did on Treat'em. 
and he was like, you know, I was thinking about singing on it, and he was like, no, nah, you should rap on Damn. this one. Which which one? I believe it was Greener Pastures. Damn. Yeah. I was going to write a hook, so anyway. That's what's up. Dope. Have you made like a... Oh, Loracas. He's got a, a Raka t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bless yeah, that. Yeah. That's dope. Word up. So you... So you said your your dad's on the album too, right? He's the on Afro, the f- yeah. He's Afro on the first Cuban single. Drums. Mm-hmm. He's on this the song we're gonna play. Oh, tonight. he's on the song that we're playing tonight. Mm-hmm. He played bongos, but my father plays bata, um, uh, berimbau. I mean, like really, just cl- everything. I don't know. I've never seen him pick up any percussion and not kill it. So mm-hmm. it's pretty dope. I'm excited to have him. What's something that you want to convey through the album, like that you want people to feel? I want them to feel right within the moment, you know? I can only ask that, like, as they're listening, they're opening up and relating and, you know, I guess trying to find whatever it is there to gain from the music. I gain a lot from making it, so my only hope is that folks, you know, get a better sense of themselves and live in the moment within that space. Mm. And I also hope they nod their head. Everybody wants, you know, somebody to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, and here's Hilo. Hilo's son. Hey. That's good. I'll keep it real. I thought you were like born and raised. Were you born and raised in San Francisco? No. You just give off this Bay vibe every time I see you. It's like this goofy, (laughs) but like happy, half conscious vibe every time. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, no, I'm from, I was born at Alta Bates in the East Bay. Um, I only say the East Bay because there's this running debate as to whether Alta Bates is in Berkeley or Oakland. It's this here and there thing. They even made like an art piece. But I'm from Berkeley. Um, originally Just like Mike Mize Shout out Mike Mize hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah that's it You grew up in Berkeley? Sort of yeah I, I, I was in Berkeley Till I was 11 I feel like I'm growing up now In San Francisco I moved here mm-hmm. I want to say Five years ago um, So yeah I, I grew up Everywhere I lived Until now I'm still growing up Yeah <laughs> Still when a you, child when, when you were a kid Like what was like like what would you want to be when you grew up like me it was like an astronaut and like so far i'm not on that career path but like <laughs> i don't know we're pretty uh got got, got us pretty high yeah. <laughs> no um shit oh well this is actually thank you oh the the good luck coffee cold brew so hilo just walked in the room what's up hilo Say what's up Pradusa. what's up everybody hilo san can you get Genki desu yo. So I wanted to be a ballerina. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. And uh, um, I did, but I think I was in ballet from age like two through 12 or 13. Uh, and I didn't know that I wanted to sing professionally until I was like 16, so there's a little gap. But yeah, ballet. Ballet was like going to be my thing. And then, you know, look, it's not for everybody. <laughs> So when when did you first rap? You said you were singing when you were 16. Yeah, I also rap. I think my, my, I started taking myself seriously for on both fronts, <clears throat> personally and uh, you know uh, professionally. When I was at this school, the the boarding school called Eagle Rock, mm-hmm. and um, they had a studio. It was like a, a school fun- funded by Honda. Crazy random experience. It was so dope. I mean, nothing's random, you know. It was like 
definitely divine but um i was there for a long time and learned kind of uh sorry started to learn about the studio you know fucked around with reason for one for a couple months stuff like that and then i wanted to sing um rapping just came because everybody else rapped it was kind of like this like boom boom room in high school thing where we would just get together yeah. in the little cypher everybody would spit their rhyme because there was nothing else to do and yeah i was fighting with my boyfriend so i would do that with him mm. mostly sharpen the sword you would rap with him yeah in in fights yeah that's it was dope. really cheesy but it worked out that's dope wow it's so, good to communicate so tonight i'm excited because like i've I mean, me, me personally, I've been like hiding myself from listening to your music because I'm I'm bad excited <laughs> for it. Like I'm just like I don't want to know because I've just seen you perform. And I've never actually seen like yeah. or heard actual thing. Like, could you give us a little background on this on this track you're gonna release tonight on our show? Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah. Uh, I was. What I can remember really is that I was about to light a spliff one night. And I had my, it was weird, I had my like computer set on top of this um, bookshelf and then the mic right next to it. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I had written the song, like the first verse, and I just smoked that spliff by myself and wrote it um, over, what was it over? Oh, just the Sugar Man uh, loop, I think. Mm, by Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Sisto loop. Oh. Um, and yeah, it was about a situation that I'd been in for a really long time mm. and, um, kind of like where we go when something isn't good. For, well, on, on one hand, something isn't good for us, but on the other hand, we think it's, or we feel that it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was just in a space where I needed to write something that was a story that was real. And, um, yeah, for the album, I, you know, it was the first track that I, I think it's one of the more uh, kind of general or obscure. I don't know. It's it's specific in in its in its uh, lyrics, but the idea is just for everybody. So that's the one I wanted to release first, and we got into it. Dope. Yeah. Mind if you play that right now? Is that the track? You want, yeah. you want to jump jump right into that? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to hear it. To be honest. What what time we got? Y'all uh, sure? <laughs> we got like hella times. 10:14. Currently been on the show for 13 minutes and 39 seconds. We're not playing it right. Are you guys? Okay. You guys we we cannot play that right now. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll I don't even know if my mama's online yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna text me like, "Listening. <laughs> Stay in your lane." It's her favorite thing to say. <laughs> oh no! Look, she just y'all. <laughs> anyway. Speaking um, of how, how did the uh, the album uh, artwork come about for um oh. for 719? Um. That would kind of require me going to the names, the the story of the title. But um, I mean, I was just looking through old pictures, and I found the one of my mother, and I'd already, I think I'd already decided. Yeah, in fact, might have been the same night I called her and was like, "Yo, I'm thinking about calling the album 719." She was like, "You should definitely do that, and it should come out on 719." It was like this kind of divine thing. So, um, yeah, I just was looking through photos and found that one and said, "Oh, that's it," mm -hmm. and it's just me and her on my birth on, on 719, 1990. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, looking like a little slug <laughs> or something. Damn. Yeah, human babies are str beautiful and strange. Mm -hmm. They are. That's like everything, though, right? Yeah, everything's beautiful and strange. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> I was voted most likely to be beautiful and strange. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we didn't go to the same high school because that was my thing. <laughs> I mean, I would have won. But uh, no, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm just I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Messing with you. 
But uh, I think we're going to take a little break real quick. I'm going to finish eating the shawarma, and then we'll be back with more Ziamara and Kenzo. And Paz just walked in, too. Spin some shit. (laughs) Can can I try this on? Yeah. Throw it on. Max Dragon's about to spin some. Speaking of which, happy birthday, Millie. Hey, happy birthday, Millie. Love you. That was last night, right? Yes, it was last. I mean, it's belated, but you know. Cool. All right. All right. We'll be right back on Old Soul Radio. All my life I've always been so blue Born to lose And now I'm losing you Born to lose it seems so hard to bear when I wake and find that you're not there. You've grown tired, and now you say. me love that would never die that promise you made 
Kelly wanna have a drink. And Shani wanna pop pills all night. Look, don't be fucking with my tape, Dad. You gon' listen to this Marvin. You gon' listen to this Bloodstone. Oh, y'all niggas want that bare white. Well, I don't really fuck with that right there. I can make a nigga act up right there. But go and get your rocks off, boo. No, 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 I don't really do all that, but it's more for you. Come on! I'm far from a pimp, but I'm close to you. You fucking with an old soul twice removed. My pops used to work up on them fighter jets. Maybe that's the reason I be through. Now, who the fuck called me a player? these young niggas out here sweating for a pay stub i'm a coach i'ma teach these bitches how to lay up now most of y'all can't do shit but all my chicks cook grits uh, and roll a spliff at the same damn time you ain't live long enough to have a bitch this fine <laughs> now if you don't mind if i call you a bitch it's cause you're my bitch And as long as no one else call you a bitch Then there won't be no problems Now, if I call you a trick It's cause you paid rent And as long as you don't call at the six Then there won't be no problems Walk with me now She with it, she with it She keep it 300, I ain't even gotta hit it She with it, she with it All she wanna do is watch a real nigga winning nigga. She with it, she with it Look me in my eye, there'll be no simping She with it, she with it Got a whole lot of women, all of them with it Yes, Lord My mama said, don't trust these hoes, boy, be about your loot. True story. Now my mama told me that, why the fuck would I listen to you? Yes, Lord. You never go broke chasing riches, but you might go broke chasing every little stink ass hoe with a tongue piercing. Now, if I call you a bitch, it's cause you my bitch. And as long as no one else call you a bitch, then there won't be no problems. Now, if I call you a trick, it's cause you paid rent. And as long as you don't call up the six, then there won't be no problems. Walk with me now. She with it, she with it. Shit, keep it 300, I ain't even gotta hit it, nigga. She with it, she with it. All she wanna do is watch a real nigga winning, nigga. Oh. She with it, she with it. Look me in my eye, there'll be no simping. She with it, she with it. Got a whole lot of women, all of them with it. Yes, Lord!
by staying this. We don't want to be too loud where the sound leaks into the radio room, the interview. But we can mingle, we can talk, we can listen. You know what I'm saying? But thank you, thank you everybody for being here. Welcome back to Old Star Radio. Um, <clears throat> during the break, we were chilling, smoking, eating shawarmas and shit. And in between that time, around 37 people just popped on in. <laughs> Lots of people. There's a mosh pit going on. 37 people. <laughs> 37. 37. Exactly. 37 and not a person more. Exactly. Not a person. <laughs> nah, it's a good 37, though. It's the... Uh, so San Francisco community outsider right now. Speaking of which, so you're from Berkeley, but yeah, are, do you live in the city now? Are you live in the yes. Sunset, of course. Sunset. sunset. Yep. Perfect. Um, I live in the Sunset. How is the uh, how is the shift like in community wise? Like, do you like how? Uh, man. Like, how is the hip hop community? Oh, hip hop <laughs> in terms of hip hop. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I didn't really know too much about the, like, Berkeley-Oakland hip-hop scene when I got back to the Bay from Colorado. Mm. You know, I kind of gained that, um, like, the, the desire to do this professionally out there. So when I came back, mm. um, I mean, I pretty much came straight to Frisco. I was living in Chico for, like, a couple of, like, a month or so. Yeah. A couple of months, maybe. And then I came straight to the city. Um, so I really don't, I mean, I'm just now discovering through like people like we, like you guys saw earlier tattoo vision mm. and um, all those c- different collectives shout out to Omani um, that's my sister uh, all these artists from oh, I'm, I'm just kind of now falling into that uh, that that crowd and that, that right. space so yeah Frisco was my first uh, love as far as that goes right there's like a there's like a community that is like that like knows each other really well in terms mm-hmm. of people that are making music in the Bay Area right now mm-hmm. that are kind of like of this era. Yeah. Can you like um? Wait, can we and, real quick? Wait, hold up. I'm, I'm, um, can you uh? Can you talk about like how that affects what you create, being a part of like that community? I mean, I, I, I what comes to mind is not necessarily how it affects what I create, but more how it affects how I live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. Because I think w- what how I live dictates what I create mm-hmm. <clears throat> most of the time, and vice versa sometimes too. Um, indica, sativa, mm-hmm. <laughs> yin yang. Um, yeah, so I, I think uh, like dealing with communication and dealing with like effective uh, communication and respect and just these kind of you know foundational. Uh, practices that we gain through our workings together and even just like chilling just learning how to uh, say what's true learning how to be timely all these different things like and that affects I guess that affects what I create because I use my time more efficiently now that I'm in this community of people who are working you know for one uh, I think for one cause Uh, so yeah I I think it just affects my day-to-day more than more so than the music but I mean, I guess it's cool. We get to geek out together too. You know, we listen to a lot of music together. So that's like, that's been a cool thing. Just speaking of that community, we just came from a dope show by yeah. Urban Campesinos. 
Talk yeah, about I was it. there in spirit. I was there on FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. It was, it was actually really, it was lit. Yeah, it, that was dope. Said. Yeah, Chemi, Amani. Oh, yeah, shout vision. out to Chemi, dude, the Boom Boom Boom. It was just Everybody a great show. Boom Boom. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. How did uh, how did the People Street come together? Oh, man. Or should uh, I get Kenzo in the room for. Maybe Kenzo should come in here. Hey, Kenzo, come inside. <laughs> yeah, People Street. People Street got together. I think divinely. I used to see Cali on the train a lot, like just on the L all the time, and he'd always come up and sit right next to me and just be like, <laughs> super, super excited to like, see me uh, every time. Uh, like before he knew you, or just yeah, oh. <laughs> before we were before we knew we were music, before everything. I just used to see him on the train and Jordan or Champ, excuse me, um, Champ NASA. Uh, this is my experience with the People Street coming together. I used to see Champ Nassau on Hate Street mm-hmm. working down there at like Goran Brothers and Buffalo Exchange and then later the Cannabis Company. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, we just kind of knew each other from around the way and discovered later that all of us make music and then started doing it together uh, with the help of E, uh, Equipto, Millie, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like the OGs facilitating the space for us to uh, be one and work together. That's cool. What about you? What I could you talk about how I met CMR and how yep. the, the levels are good. Um, I think we all been to events where we get to see somebody perform. And as artists, we're like, man, that'd be real dope if someday we could be on yeah. her level or yeah, his definitely. level <laughs> of just the, the music being so good, mm-hmm. first off. And I thought she was a lot older than me at first. But we're, <laughs> we're, actually, we're actually the same age. We're both born in 1990. Um, but yeah, that's how we met at one of her shows in Oakland, and then months later we were introduced through Equipto, mm. and I remember the first time she came to the lab, and like, it was a really like, constructive day, where we're like, well, we're making like, multiple songs at the same time, mm. it was one of those days in the lab, and uh, I'm glad she saw it like that for her first impression, right. and you know, we just started kicking it from there, because it was just natural that we'd all be vibing, you know can't downplay the kick in it either dude like i was at the treehouse y'all for the first couple of months kenzo was probably so sick of me <laughs> i would sleep on that couch or not even sleep i would just be working we would be working we would stay up to like five in the morning six in the morning every, yeah, just every greeting night. the That's sun it was amazing we'll never do that again just kidding <laughs> it'll probably happen again in a later in a different space but yeah it was crazy yeah. so was it always tree at the beginning it was always like the people's tree or like i wasn't there for that conversation oh Say it again. Was it always like the People's Tree? Like it was, it was the like, name. yeah, the name of the, the well, group. Um, in essence, I, yes. In essence, the People's Tree has existed for mm. several millenniums. Mm. But no, <laughs> me and Jordan made music together first. We, we were like instant <laughs> friends when we met. We uh, made an album called Products of Brotherhood. Mm. Um, and Morris had been working on a project with his homie Daz. Cali been making an album. Um, the People's Tree came about after hours and hours of trying to think of a name. Mm. We were a group without a name. We sat in a room together, smoked hella weed, <laughs> and, like, and we came up with the People's Tree eventually. So, damn. And how long ago was that? Yeah, Over a change. year. Yeah, Over a year and some change. It's been a big year. It's been a fun year. What? Yeah. It's been the craziest year. Oh, I know all of y'all feel it because I've been reading all the horror. I've been reading everything, the yeah. reports. 
the energetic reports. It's been the year of darkness coming to light. It's been a year of truth. It's been a year of breaking through, breaking out. You know what I'm saying? People are working so hard right now. Yeah. Honestly, Keep that, going. I think that's why I'm most excited for like to know you guys, like the People Street and Old Soul Collective, and me. My, you know, my regards is like something that I've always wanted to see the Bay Area do because like I mean all respects to, to Bay Area hip hop but like the popular Bay Area like E-40 and Too Short like I, I love it you know what I mean but it's not necessarily like conscious and I was more into conscious stuff growing up and to like kind of hear like just like real situations and like real problems go through the music that we both put out is like that's some dope shit to me you know what I mean that makes me really excited and I feel like it's definitely a sign of the times and definitely the sign of the year the craziest year we've ever had really yeah. in the city that's, think, for, that's for me I think there's a lot of music to be made right now and yeah. that's being made right now mm-hmm. like bec- because of everything that's happening right now and it's hella many to like see it right in front of you yeah um that's really the, I think the the real kind of answer to your question earlier about community and how it affects the music is exactly that it's like we are the news were reflecting the times mm-hmm. uh, wh- whatever your your form of expression is whatever your outlet is like um, yeah it was Nina Simone I've been stuck on this Nina Simone quote this year and it's the artist's duty to reflect the times mm-hmm. and um, I think everyone's taking that on now yeah. people are like no matter if it's like music to get you through or music to get you hyped it's all people are thinking so much harder about their work mm-hmm. um, than they I think than they had in the, yeah. have in the last de- you know decade. Yeah, me too. I think so. people like woke up to the fact that shit was being made yep. for them like in a way that they wanted them to think like by like mass production of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, people started making their own shit. Like, hella people make music now. It's insane. Like, yeah. so many fucking people on earth are making music in their room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, though. But that's, look, I mean, to go, the Cody Chestnut, Headphone Masterpiece. That was, like, I think the double, that's a double album. And I think that was all recorded in a room. Really? Yeah. Dude, I mean amazing just like they're yeah and that, i think the, the times really give space for artists to do that and be accepted like be heard yeah you know the like i i love you know the lo-fi tapey like basement sound mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and i think that um that's something that hasn't been i don't think it's been widely recognized in the last decade when we found such you know so many ways to make things sound very crisp and make things sound very like formulated and so i don't know i like to see that that stuff's coming back like the new d'angelo album was all on tape and all that stuff you mean two inch tape uh yeah they recorded everything on tape machine as far as i know so uh trying to think one of like the very first times I think uh, me and you met was I think it was like the the Mario Woods Coalition stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, really? I think so. I don't remember I didn't like. I met you before that. Damn, yeah, that's crazy as yep. fuck. I remember like there was like one. Uh, it was on, like one meeting was like the community had to respond to the police in some way, and you like really pushed me to like use my voice. Like I remember like hold, like holding back like myself from like using my voice to kind of convey what I mean, whether or not I was nervous or not. And I was thinking like. What does like your voice mean to you? Because like for you to be able to see that in me and push me to do that, I mean that just gave me a lot of respect for like what you do. Because I'm just like you definitely take your role, like your voice, as like a very serious thing. 
that was just, i don't know i really don't have a question or just uh yes yeah like what is what does your voice mean to you and why do you feel like it's important that we all use that now um mm. yeah so i think the the best thing i can say like the thing that i can say about that is that it's been my voice and learning like from my voice and how to use it and still being in this learning process it's a forever thing um has taken me through like i can go back on my timeline and of course not get into it but i've been through a lot of shit you know and it's all i've had through everything and musician or artists everyone people because i, I truly believe that everyone's an artist in, in their own way um me and millie talk about that you know life being art and your walk being art your daily thing um <clears throat> I think it's important to use your voice because no matter what that looks like, whether it's visual or you know, audio, it, um, it's important because it's what we have. We're given this ability to, you know, speak truth and like to grow together and to change things with our voices. And that's like, like why wouldn't we want to use that while we're here? You know, I think for it, it's really like once you accept your fate, you know, and once you real, like I think once I realized that I was gonna die. Um, and really like let that sink in and almost honored that I um, I decided that using my voice was what I wanted to do and that, that's all like I think the the, re, uh, the energy that I sent you that day that I remember like specifically when we talked sending you is like you know like don't be afraid of anything especially not using like your gifts because that's like uh, what does she say Nina Simone again um, you know what freedom is no fear you know what I mean so I've been stuck on that too how did you feel when you sang uh, Change is Gonna Come at the intersection of Van Ness and Market? Absolutely no way to describe that feeling at all. I was profoundly sad. I've been sad. I've been sad, y'all, about um, everything that's been going on. And in the city with the police the killing you know, my brothers and my sisters, my people, generations the future the police just like killing the seeds you know and being sad for them too because you know they're here they're human they're people and just all just being sad you know and um so that and, and also it was really I, I don't know I don't touch on this too much but um I love uh Max and Equipto and Selassie and Christina and Edwin like those are our people you guys know we yeah. these are our people and so that hunger strike was really hard mm -hmm. yeah. um so singing that song was like both a rite of passage and a very, very sad, like heavy thing. And I don't really know how else to describe it. It was just like unreal. I can't even remember how it, like, yeah. That whole day is still surreal to me. Dude, I, I mean. That whole day was just so crazy. Anyone who was there was, just, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That was nothing short of a crazy, magical day. Yeah. Taking over City Hall, yeah. having a pizza party. Frisco 500, here comes EA, Equipto's in the building, yes, hot dog, cool, and Edwin, what, ah! alright, sorry, I'm being really loud, it's about to get crowded in the booth, here we go, alright, we'll be here late, 
Yes, we are. Because Edwin and E talk a whole lot. But, um, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. In a good way. I love them so much because I know they can hear me right now. Uh, <laughs> Sam, you got a paper? Take five. Yeah, I got a paper. <laughs> hey, Mom. She's actually not listening. <laughs> paper for, listening. for writing down stuff. We're about to take a little, a little break here on Old Radio. And uh, we'll be back with hella people in ZMR. I'll take her back again One more time Up in the morning out on the job and I work like the devil for my pay I know that a lucky old son has nothing to do Heaven all day. I fuss with my woman and I toil with my kids. I sweat till I'm wrinkled and gray. I know that lucky old son. Has nothing to do but roll around. Feed up little seagull on a marble stand. Trying to find the ocean.
firm and young with a laid back tongue. The aim is to succeed and achieve at 21, just like Ringling Brothers, our days in a sound. Captivate the ass, cause the pros is profound. Do it for the strong, we do it for the meek. Boom it in your boom it in your boom it in your Jeep, or your Honda, or your Beamer, or your Legend, or your Benz. The rave of the town to your foes and your friends. So push it along, trails we blaze. Don't deserve the gong, don't deserve the praise. The tranquility will make you unball your fist. For we put hip hop on a brand new twist. A brand new twist with a whole heap of mystic. So low key that you probably missed it. But yet it's so loud that it stands in the crowd when the guy takes the beat. They bowed. So raise up squire, adjust your attire We have no time to wallow in the mire If you're on a foreign path, then let me do the lead Join in the essence of the cool I breed The cool out to the music cause it makes you feel serene With the birds and the bees and all those groovy things Like getting stomach aches when you gotta go to work Or staring into space when you're feeling berserk I don't really mind if it's over your head Cause the job of resurrectors is to wake up the dead So pay attention, it's not hard to decipher And after the horns you can check out the fifer Sideways, but competition them must come straight way. Competition them try to come sideways, but competition they must come straight way. How's about that? It seems like it's my turn again. All through the years, my mic has been my best friend. I know some brothers wonder, can fight for really kick it? Some even wanna diss me, but why sweat it? I'm all into my music 'cause that's how I make tapes. Try to make hits like it Capri makes tapes. Me sweat another, I do my own thing. Strictly hardcore tracks, not a new jack swing. I grew up as a Christian, so to die, I give thanks. Collect my banks, listen to shabarangs. I sing and chat, I do all of that. It's 1991 and I refuse to come back. I take off my hat to other crews that tend to rock, but the low end theory's here. It's time to wreck shop, I got tip and shot, so whom shall I fear? Stop looking, listen, but please don't stare. Suggest to the store and buy the LP or drive RCA. CDs produced and arranged by the four-man crew And oh shit, Skeff Anselm, he gets props too Make sure you have a system with some fat house speakers So the new shit can rock from Boston Master Pequot Cause where I come from, quality is job one And everybody up on it, you know we get the job done So peace to that crew, and peace to this crew Ring on the tour, we'll see you at a theater nearest you Hey yo, but wait, back it up, easy back it up Please let the abstract embellish on the cut Back and forth just like a cameo song If you dig this joint, then please come dance along to the music Cause it's done just for the line Now I gotta scat and get mine Underline the jazz The what? The jazz to move that ass for the job originates That feeling of pizzazz It's a universal sound Bless the bumpers on the ground And the one six below You didn't have to go Some say that I'm a soldier Cause I once had an orgy And sometimes for breakfast I eat grits and porgies If this is a stinker, then call me a song I ask What? Now check it out, all my peoples in Queens, you don't stop Now all my peoples in Brooklyn, you don't stop And all my peoples uptown, you don't stop That includes the Bronx and Harlem, you don't stop Now to that girl Rommel, you don't stop I said because ladies first, you don't stop And to the JBs, you don't stop And they lost soul, you don't stop And to my brand new BNs, you don't stop And to my leaders of the new, you don't stop And to my man, Lars Professor, you don't stop Rock for the beat, you don't stop Everybody in the place, you don't stop To keep it on to the rhythm, you don't stop And last but not least, on the short shot <laughs> 
everybody. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Check it. Well, it's the M.I. Cricket letter. Ain't no one better. And when I'm on the microphone, you best to wear your sweater. Cause I'm cooler than the polar bear's toenails. Oh, hell, there he go again. Talking that shit. Bend corners like I was a curve. I struck a nerve. And now you about to see the southern plague serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not what you make. But how much you spend, you got me bent like elbows. Amongst other things, but I'm not worried. Cause when we set up in the party, like I'm out you story. So go get your fucking shine box and your sack of nickels. It tickles to see you try to be like Mr. Pickles. Daddy Fat Sax B-I-G-B-O-I is that same motherfucker that took them knuckles to your eye and I try to warn you not to test but you don't listen giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell locked yeah. up in prison I'll throw your hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care and if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit everybody let me hear you say oh yeah girl now throw your hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care and if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit everybody let me hear you say oh yeah girl now my oral illustration be like cultural stimulation to the female gender. Ain't nothing better. Let me know when it's wet enough to enter. If not, I wait because the future of the world depends on if or if not the child we raise gonna have that nigga syndrome. I will it know to beat the arts regardless of its skin tone. I will it feel that if in tune it just might get picked on. I will it give a fuck about what others say and get gone. The alienators cause we different. Keep your hand to the sky like sounds of blackness when I practice what I preach. It don't lie. I be the baker and the maker of the piece of my pie. Now break a break a tin folk. Can I get some reply? Now everybody say. Hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Day I sit while my nigga be in school Thinking about the second album at the dungeon Shooting pool like ES to the PN Cause we just to the B end the zone Honey I'm home but I'm not married Carried a lot of problems around being frustrated And now I'm sitting at the end of the month I just made it like you made the B team And like your daddy's wife you made it off You heard the H E L E and so back the hell up off Softly as if I play piano in the dark Found a way to channel my anger not to involve The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part God works in mysterious ways so when he starts the job but speaking through us, we be so sincere with this here. No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear as day. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war. Okay, now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Welcome back to Old Soul Motherfucking Radio. Shit, everybody, let me hear you say, oh yeah. Throw your hands in the AI and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody, let me hear you say, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I guess, um, I guess it's time, y'all. It's 11.01. I feel like that's as good a time Ooh, as any. That's my favorite time in the world. Yeah, you know, some of my peoples, they go to bed a little early. Mm-hmm. Some of your peoples, too, probably, I'm guessing. Some of my peoples do go to bed a little early, at like 11. Check your email, Mike. Michelle. We're doing this shit live. Yes, we are. Live on direct. Live on direct. Yeah, right, so... What's next then? Live and direct, old cell radio. <laughs> <laughs> What's next then? 
You've got gonna release mic. it now. Yeah. All right. I uh, dropped the song. Huh? I didn't get the get the email because my phone is. There's a malfunction this in the transaction. Because let's talk about technology. Funny right. story about my phone is that like I don't Fuck have it, data. Fuck it. Let's plug mine in. Yeah. Mike's phone's not working. Yeah, I didn't. I, my data ran out for the month. You know. Mike didn't update his. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to update it, Mike. For you I was a flame Love is a losing game Five story fire as you came Love is a losing game There's the single one I wish I never played Oh, what a mess we made And now the final frame Love is a losing game Six, nine, eight, seven Why <laughs> Seven, nineteen In those dreams We are from the 90s after all <laughs> That's right Give it up. What's up? What's up, y'all? Outside. I see. I hear y'all. That's the Frisco 500 right there. <laughs> Word up. Hope y'all come back every week. <laughs> Salt. <laughs> What's up? All right. We're going to drop this now. So let me just get into it real quick. Yeah, yeah, can I do yeah. it or do you want to do it? No. It's, let me do it. You should do it. So this is uh, the first single from my debut album, 719. Uh, the single is called You Don't Know Jack. And that's that. Let the music speak. <laughs> yes, this is it.
dope. What'd y'all think out there in the house? <laughs> oh, much love. Hell yeah. Love you guys. Thank you. Ooh, that's me. Very dope. I broke yeah. the microphone. That was my fault. God damn. That was fucking great. So you don't know Jack? I, was, I don't know Jack. Thank I, you. I, that was that was great. I don't know Jack. <laughs> I'm so glad you decided to do that on our show. Like that was, I'm very happy. That was, I don't even. How else were we gonna do it? <laughs> Where can they find it? iTunes. It's out on iTunes not now. On, not on iTunes, right? Until tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> so don't look on iTunes for that. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna get so yet. many phone calls later. Matt, so is. Uh, Man, I'm excited for the album now. Like, what what is the what's the album entail? Like, what's uh, is <laughs> what's it, is it made it, out of? That, yeah, that was dope. Uh, what's seven nineteen? What does the album entail? What's it made out of? <laughs> um, okay, uh, it's made out of experiences and time and energy. And it's made out of good people and strength and perseverance and whatnot and it's made out of funk and soul and hip-hop and blues and a lot of jazz i think I can, mean, that's my thing. can we expect some rap on it you can expect one rap on it one rap <laughs> one single <laughs> solitary rap Dope. yeah it's exciting it's, i'm excited yeah that's all i can you tell said you. that you were the producer of the album so what like how do I, you produce an album i'm i'm producing with a few people right um, but yeah how do you produce shit i'm still learning um i have the amazing uh guidance and uh leadership of hilo and of the people's tree and my brother and Brycon and Ari Sandoval is also uh, and he's engineering and also uh, helping us with mix and production we're just yeah. all kind of in there um, putting our heads together Dope. sometimes literally <laughs> it's a little weird um, so <laughs> producing an album is um, a life lesson in patience and in attention to detail and in remembering to have fun and digging really deep into different histories and it's dope it's, it's, there's nothing like it and i can't wait to do it again mm -hmm. what have you like made projects before this like complete projects um the project that i have uh from a couple of years ago is called uh, atco or a tribe called outcast mm -hmm. a tribute and um I, I executive i guess executive produced that with uh billion coast oh really yeah um who i met through team backpack armani oh. cooper and them mm -hmm. um and we kind of just went at it uh with these two fellas that we found on hayden ashbury when i was at work uh bassist and a guitarist um oriole inferno what up and so yeah uh, that's the only other project that i've ever done so this is my in my debut album this will be the first one, first full length how do you know when like when you're like I'm, I'm I've never made a, a music project before I'm just wondering like how do you guys know like when it's done like when it's finished Cause I feel like like you're, you're like you're you're always your hardest critic one and then two you kind of want to put in everything you know what I mean and I, I feel like that's got to be like the hardest decision is when you know like okay that's when the song's done that's when the album's done you don't decide I don't well, I don't believe you decide I think um, time 
and the song both decide like I'm learning, and, and partially because I went ahead and put a date on it before I was 90% done, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's a challenge. Um, <laughs> I'm learning that often time will dictate, uh, not even, honestly, I think the song just tells you when, when it's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably could have gone 10, 11 more takes yeah. with You Don't Know Jack, you know, hundreds of takes. They, w- they wouldn't have I mean really we got into the, the, the mixing and mastering studio and he was like I've never seen this many tracks <laughs> and this uh, Bruce is OG you know what I'm saying so yeah. it was like you mean tracks like layers and shit? yeah so yeah y- it tells you when it's done uh, is it all live instruments yeah everything on that one is yeah everything's live what about the, the album no we're, we're programming some stuff we're doing like some uh, drum banks and stuff in the NPCs and nope. yeah it's going down but that one was all live we actually didn't even grid it nope. I'm giving too much away I'm sorry Genzo he's gonna kill me <laughs> fuck my bad bro <laughs> I like talking about music though but you got PDD and um, mm-hmm. uh, who else on is that Andreas on the bass? Yep, that's Damn. PDD and Andres and Jules, Damn. Uh, or Jules Figueroa of uh, the Gemstone Band, who we're going to go see later, uh, playing yeah. at Boom Boom Room Boom. Yeah. from like you know twelve to two or whatever. Uh, they they get down those cats. I mean that was like take seven, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and straight through. I mean, Pete, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pete is fucking. <laughs> that dude's wild amazing, man. Dude. He raps in uh, Jamaican he, today. He, yeah. he raps. Yeah. Yeah. Petey, <laughs> yo, Petey's putting me up on so much shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you want to say yeah. something about oh, it? Quick? Yeah. The first time, bro. Here, Kenzo wants to say something. Shout out to PDD. Shout out to PDD. <laughs> yeah, him and his brother. Drake. When you have rhythm, you just you know you have it. It's crazy. How do you know them? Like through the boom, or like yep. have you met them just through the boom? Yep. Damn, that's what's up. That's how I know like a lot of people, I guess. What was your first time like at the at the boom? <laughs> yeah. It was dead in there, man. It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to slicing them. Um, <laughs> it was it was a crazy. It was a different time for Boom Boom Room at that point. Like not not everybody when did had you start going. When uh, like a, yeah, I don't know like a year. Yeah. We it just changed up. Hip hop has been so different lately. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. And we were we got there just before. Like we slid in the door just before it started. Like yeah. Really blowing. Yeah. I definitely give credit to Boom Boom Room, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great space for, Absolutely. you know, the MCs and the producers, too. Artists to just convene, mm-hmm. chop it up. Yeah. And, yeah, shout out to the cyphers that go outside on the side. Yeah. Hey, dude, shout out to, oh, man, I have so many people that I want to say their names, but I don't know if they'd be cool with that. Oh, no, it's fine. We've heard, we've heard some things said on here. Oh, no, nah, I just love <laughs> all the rappers and all yeah. the producers and all the artists and all the people. So, Boom Room was this, like the tightest shit. Yeah. So you you and uh, PDD and you guys play with the A1 show. Yeah, yeah. totally. That, that was actually our second time doing that together. Um, we we played, it was his like third show that I played with him. Um, and we played at the Independent, which is, you know, that's like been my favorite venue for a really long time out here. Um, I saw like Hiatus Coyote there and Cody Chestnut and just like a lot of good memories in that place and they have really good sound. So it was ill to play with um, a brother that I've kind of been running with and this whole time I've been in Frisco. Yeah. You know, he's a good cat and he does amazing 
music and mm-hmm. we had recently recorded something together so it was just a really cool like culmination oh. of everything cool how did you uh, meet him Team Backpack. Team Backpack. Team yeah. Backpack. I um I saw him win the competition like way back in the day, um and his verse was so ill. He had like one line, um that I could never remember at this altitude. But um, yeah, I hit him up and yeah, we we worked. Yeah, dope. He's doing some crazy. He did some like he like spit backwards this one time I saw him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he can. I, I don't want to oust him, but he can play drums too. Oh, he can. Yeah, and he's a good singer to me. To me, he's a great singer. That's what's yeah. up. That was a really, a really cool show at the Independent. Did you like it? You went. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, fuck. Can't yeah, there was a cipher with Richie Cunning. Oh my God. A one. And Dregs won. Damn, really? So it was real. dope. It was dope. Yeah, the whole show was tight. It was like Mika, oh everybody, dude. The, and the brothers that play, shout out to um, Angel and Raul, the guys that play bass and guitar on our sets. They've been with us since you know the uh, Slim show, and they're so talented. Those dope. guys are so humble and dope and chill. Yeah, so all good people. Oh, uh. <laughs> so stoned, man. Nah, I haven't, I haven't gotten high on the show in a while just because uh, I talk different. I talk about the accent and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, some sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Too high to perceive what's happening. Yep. Sorry. Well, I was staring at me through the window. So, um, so with that's your voice. It's not the first time that's happened tonight. <laughs> what? A guy staring at me through the window? There was a guy staring at me. Oh, oh that's true. There was anyway, a dude earlier. Was it, what was it's it? a big window. I don't know. Yeah, though. You yeah, can see window. a lot. For those that don't She's know, listening good. at home, Ulster Radio, there's a booth, and then there's like a wide window where people walk past and sometimes flash. Like right now, my boy Christian's just, just rubbing his nipple in front of in yeah. front of us right now. Now he's smiling. You can find Christian at 327. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to put his number on glass <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'll see you later. Um... So with with your voice and with that single that I just heard, too, I heard a lot of influences too with jazz and uh-huh. with everything. I'm just wondering, like, who was like some of your favorite artists growing up, and how did? I'm still how, growing up, Mike. Ah, <laughs> 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 well, getting getting to this point. Oh man, I'm just yanking your chain here. Um, damn, dude, I liked Tribe a lot when I was a kid. Um, not that that has anything to do with jazz. Oh well, <laughs> fuck, yes it does. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Everything to do with jazz. Forgive me for I know not what I'm talking about. Um, I liked Tribe, so that jazz influence was there with all the, you know, my my grandfather was an uh, an upright bassist uh, in a jazz band, so I think I got it in the DNA. My father plays like uh, Afro-Cuban jazz pieces. Um, Yeah, I liked... I don't know, dude. Now I'm blanking. I liked Stevie a whole lot. You know, I I really got into jazz when I hit high school again. It was more jazz and hip hop kind of emerged at the same time for me. Um, you know, I always liked the sound of it, but I didn't know too much about it other than like, you know, what what I was my parents were playing for me, Ray Charles, stuff like that, like uh, Billy. You know, I knew that I knew the the basics, but when I really got into it, it was when I was digging through like hip hop samples and figuring out like where things came from. Um, you know, on my Amerigo Gazaway. Uh, and yeah, I, I just uh, I just got into first instrumental jazz and then vocal jazz, which is interesting because from what I understand of the story of jazz, instrumental jazz kind of facilitated a lot of the uh, jazz standards that we know now, um, as far as like people writing words over the solos and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it kind of took that course where like at first I wasn't really into like Sarah Vaughn and I wasn't really into the lo- the, the vocal mm. stuff. I just like to like 
be abstract and think freely <laughs> to the instrumental. But like, yeah, that jazz jazz really emerged for me at the same time hip hop reemerged at the same time hip hop did. Mm. You mentioned the name America Gasway. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a genius. Talk, um, talk about how you know him. For sure. So uh, a long time ago, and it's still up on SoundCloud. So I can't remember who clowned my SoundCloud earlier. <laughs> it's cool. I know there are only two songs um, or four or whatever. Uh, yeah, so there was a, a little, like, silly cover. The first time I ever played guitar or tried really seriously to play guitar, I threw up this little um, outcast cover um, of So Fresh, So Clean. And at the same point, a homie of mine put me up on Amerigo's um, Tribe Called Quest and Farside Mash, which was a bizarre tribe, a quest to the far side. Still to this day, like the vinyl is, I probably need a new one. It's so good, you know? Um, and I just bugged out on that project while I was like getting my own shit together and uh, hit him on Twitter, I think, and was like, dude, you're so dope. Like, I'm just a fan, love your stuff. And then um, I think he just like found my SoundCloud or something, a little link. I wasn't serious, you know? And, um, yeah, I'm actually uh, my 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 like business partner management is uh, his brother, so we've been rocking for a few years now. Um, and he just, I mean, he he he's a, a music head. He likes to listen. He likes to dig. He likes to you know, uh, kind of pick things apart while still being in the moment. And that's a really hard balance to find in in a like a musician friend. So it was cool. Where are um, they Where are they based at? Amerigo is based. Uh, on, he's out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and then, yeah, shout out to Ricky. Uh, he, he lives in Brooklyn. He also has that fella, that fella record. The, yeah, the fella oh, soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, Dope. that was the second record that I that I listened to, and I still, I don't know, it just blows my mind how seamless it seems. How it seemed like the music actually happened together. You know, the Soulmates projects, um, the Yassine Gay, the Marvin Gaye, Mo Steph, and, and we just we were just talking about the Trill is gone too. Um, <laughs> That uh, the Bun B and um, oh my God, why am I missing it? I'm blanking, y'all. I don't know either. Bun B and BB King, excuse Bun me, R.I.P. Yeah, um, yeah. Those records are just they're, they're so well thought out and also you know so natural. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that it just feels like eras are brought together. So I really love listening to his stuff. And, those yeah, check out Fela Soul. That that record is insane. All those are on vinyl. Those projects. You know, I think they were, and I think that was like a, an exclusive run. So you can check them out on YouTube and um, at AmerigoMusic.com. Dope. Check sure. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he's he, he kind of facilitated my seriousness as far as like t- wanting to do music. I guess what, what makes me like really excited for like. I mean, for for you specifically, like, I mean, I'm excited for like all all the homies too in general. But like, I'll keep it real. Like, all of us are guys. <laughs> you sure. know what I mean? And like, with with femcees is something that I've always looked looked up to. Like, I think I even made a comment about you selling like uh, like the ladybug from uh, <laughs> from Diggable Planets. Yeah, I loved them when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, and loved like them. even your voice sometimes it reminds me of of Lauren Hill too. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I think I think you probably get these comparisons like pretty I know <laughs> pretty often. It's just like I'm I'm excited for. A femcee to be coming out the bay because I don't see a lot of that in hip hop. Like today, when we went to this uh, this this uh, 
secret garden show. Yeah, so like there cool. was there, like there was like three three girls that were MCs up there, and I was excited. Like I was super pumped because I just yeah. never really see that so much in hip hop. And those are some dope ladies to see. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Um. I mean, was there a qu- question? Oh, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about, thank you. I'm, I'm excited as well. I'm I think, excited. you know, um, it's chestnut checkers, you know what I'm saying? Protect the queen. <laughs> that's all I got for you. It's like, actually, that's funny. That's quite, I saw this, um, this article, of course, this is on Facebook. Um, <laughs> Huffington Post. Yeah, something like that, where this swarm of bees had like followed this car around <laughs> <I saw laughs> that <too. laughs> for two days, for two days because the queen was stuck in the trunk. <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, man, they know it's chestnut checkers. They know what's up. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate your excitement and I share it because any po- any possible way to open any sort of path up for more women to do this or whatever the hell they want mm-hmm. and are destined to do in life is like. The dream. That's what it is about. Mm-hmm. At least, like for me. Yeah. I didn't click the article. Did they? Did they get the queen out of the trunk? Dude, uh, I oh. didn't click the article either. I definitely. I was I mad at myself. It was for, I, was mad at, I was mad at myself for clicking it. I was like, why did I waste time? Well, I was like, what happened? It was like nothing. Tell us about the article. <laughs> 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 what article? It was literally this article. Took the picture. That's what was, happens these days. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. They took the picture. If you're friends with any of us on Facebook, you'll see this this link going around. It's pretty much like a video of these bees around a car. You know how you see like in the beginning frame. Bees. So that's the whole video. It's just like that. It's like in the the <laughs> the bee whisperer said this is quite amusing, and then that was the end of the whole video. <laughs> I'll never get the time back that you spent just describing that insane <laughs> ass video, yeah. and I'm almost mad now. No, just kidding. <laughs> That's Satchel's job. He's supposed to blow up. Where's Satchel? Satchel. Satchel. Is uh, um anyway. It, is so it, yeah, the bees. Yeah, the bees. Yeah, the queen bees. You know. For sure. Yeah. Are there For any sure ones that uh have inspired you to do what you do? Women. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> um, I'm my mother. Yeah. Because she, I've seen her over her lifetime, like, grind and, you know, work herself, you know, thin, doing, you know, she's she's the kind of person who loves whatever she's doing no matter what. She's just, like, a really good lady. But I've seen her, like, become exactly who she wants to be, and she's one of the happiest people that I know. So she, her, uh, I don't know, musically, Sarah Von Sade, Erica Badu really just, like, raised me. Erica is... is kind of like the reason I decided I wanted to sing probably her and Lauren mm-hmm. thanks yeah so that um, <laughs> I don't know uh, Nina Simone has always made me feel like really safe you know and really loved um, and I love you know all the videos of her talking about politics and love and romance I, lo- I watch a lot of Nina um, I really like So many people are running through my head right now. Lena Horne was one of my first uh, kind of role models, and I really like um, like her. Her voice to me was one of the first ones that I really in jazz that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And obviously, obvious Billy, you know, Jill. Let me never forget Jill. I saw Jill Scott in, uh, in Oakland one time. Like, just walking around? Oh, no, no, like at the Fox Theater with my sister. Can I tell a story for Brycon? Yeah. I hope he doesn't kill me. Maybe he always, t- I don't know, maybe someone told me he always tells this one. 
This has nothing to do with Jill Scott. This has to do with Doom. But I love Jill Scott. She's right. been a light um, in school. You saw her. I'm very jealous. <laughs> but uh, one time, Brycon was walking around somewhere. I don't remember where. And he saw Doom without his mask. Really? Right? No. I'm telling the story really fast so he doesn't actually hear this part. We're going to go really quick. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't no. know. Maybe I shouldn't. No, no, hurry. We already said it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a dilemma. No, um, so yeah, anyway, there's this couple that goes up to Doom. Mm. And Brycon thought, oh, maybe yeah. I should go up to him, blah, blah, blah. But maybe not because he doesn't have a mask on. Yeah. It's Doom. You never know. <laughs> and this couple goes up and they go, um, hey, can we get a picture? And he thought, oh, shit, like Doom. I guess Doom thought, like, oh, shit, I've been found out. Like, kind of, you know, you never know what he's yeah. having ex- existential, what he's going through existentially in that experience. Like, damn, another picture, you know? Yeah. But the couple wanted him to take a picture of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that, like, that's the coolest story of all time. And I hope Brycon doesn't kill me for telling it. But I think it's <laughs> Did so Doom cool. take the picture? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. He looks scared. Do you know what Doom looks like without a mask? Yeah. KMD, hello. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see him. Damn. You should look him up. Zev Love X. You know. No, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I've seen that. That's younger, Doom. Like, I mean, yeah, that's like younger. Now? now? No, I don't, think so. I don't think I've seen him. Like, could you spot Doom on the street? I think I would know. Mm-hmm. I really do. What is the what does the, the mask mean? I know it's like off topic. What does what the mask mean? It's something I've, I've kind of struggled to figure out because I'm, I'm a new, very new listener to MF Doom. Okay, that's cool. From um, what I understand of the legend, it's it's just and, and what from what I understand from his you know his lines about it, hmm. um, it's just to kind of take a, take the attention away from the person. And let it be on the music, and there, it's, I mean, obviously, there's like a um, a character thing for him where it's like part of who he is, um, or who he's become. He started wearing it, from what I understand, after Sub Rock died. So I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But for me, what it is, it's it's that kind of like anonymity. Um, I've always really liked the idea of uh, not putting oneself forth as much and just kind of letting your work speak and doom i feel like that my, for me that's what doom helped me to understand mm. um just by me like looking at what he's doing listening to his music and seeing him even when folks are mad like because maybe he's st- like sent the doom poster in and everyone lost their money because they didn't get the show or whatever like he's just stayed true to whatever character it was he chose to be you know or he is that's tight so yeah that's the thing with doom we should play some doom right now yeah but if you play doom play um Ooh, wait. Now, now I'm thinking. Play Ode to Road Rage. That's my shit. What album is that on? That's uh, um. That's is it on Born This One? Now I don't know. Might be on a different one. I heard that one on its own though. That was the first Doom song I ever heard. In Colorado, on the road in the snow. Say which one again? Ode to Road Rage. Ode to Road Rage. <laughs> Words are you? Oh, speaking of rage, dude. Sorry, Mike. Um, I really have to say this though. The Raging Fire album that just dropped is Raging Fire. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so dope. Shout out to Riff Raff. That's a Riff Raff. Yeah, he um produced the album. <laughs> just like amazing. It's every track, I really like every track. They're all different. Raging Fire. Yep. Right, I'm gonna play this MF Doom track and then we can get into Cool. Alright. We'll be right back here on Old Soul Radio. Yokum, leave him with his feet dangling. Got his degree in strangling and street haggling. 
You can find them on the beat bragging, the discreetly dragging them seats towards the meat wagon. And they chicks to the bang bus, make them kick and slang, cuss the vicus, no dang fuss. He sends the trickle of lingering hate, but refuse to get tickled by the fickle finger of fate. Fuck that nigga. Vic, in it for the buck by the gigger, a short truck ride to the liquor store to refuel. Rookie at the counter manager told him he cool. Got some change. Walk telling your hard luck story. All stats gonna leave a scar. Yuck, gory, and we're out of V and his rowdy crew. You can see how loud he blew, and now that's a fine howdy do. Stay in your lane. Keep driving straight or catch a straight in your brain. Go deep diving off the side of the bridge or for sliding the skid. Who wanna ride with the kid? Drug-related, V skated off in the ugly buggy, faded. After that last turn, seen an old man crash and burn. That half the place is ashes in the urn. In return, the world is a safer place to race. Just don't invade his personal space. Worst case scenario, they should back away from the base that's in the stereo. Insurance can't bring you back to life from a pissy drunk driver with a big rig jackknife. Stay in your lane. Keep driving straight or catch a stray in your brain. Go deep diving off the side of the bridge off a slide in the skid. Who wanna ride with the kid? Would you believe it? I think I wanted to see you get away with it. You were everything I wasn't, everything I wanted to be, everything we all like to be. Only we know better. We don't take the chances. We know sooner or later it always can. Everything became unconscious because this opened new vistas for us. You know, it reminds me of Rumi's poem where he says we're not just a drop in the ocean, we're also the ocean in the drop, and that this worldview enriches <laughs> our own experience. They try to segregate elevation of the mental state, stillness abnormal, distractions of mass swarming, the crash moments of late Find peace of mind through the pen and paper. Yeah, let us demonstrate this here healing for all ears and in all fears. We all shining stars in this dark sphere. Atmosphere is something that we all show stands of light came from the darkness. So why we afraid to go there? So say it's no fair. Living in this world of balance, constant habit, condition elastic from the past, preventing progress. Well, let this be the match to gun to your ass. I've been here and I'ma be here, so be clear. Champ, never gonna fold a permanent beach chair. Why we craving control and scenarios be the worst case. Humans clicking up more than the Google search space. I've seen the universe question itself a million times. Knowledge equals wisdom, understand immortal ties through your own personal legend, be immortalized. Yo, knocking back a shot of the products that Cali got it. 
Watch them shatter thermometers like the hottest topic. They asking when we dropping like kamikaze bombers. We rocking, they copping, ain't no stopping us. It's the juggernaut, but not your average. Slapping tracks and spazzing. Rhyming fatter than Joey cracking back a radio flyer wagons. Good evening, this is the captain speaking. The reason you see us hustling hard is to keep the tribe eating. So you could doubt that we gonna be scoring like Jordan. Stop. The number of times crossed the line, thought I was bored of hopping, but I'm never stopping. No Batman and Robin, only the robbers up in my hood is where you will find them. If you don't see me, know that I'm grinding. Keeping this product perfect, hoping these verses reverse the way to drop an eye to university first. Church. Keep the fan proud, show them that the kid got it, following his passion and craft a dope product. Yeah. 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 To open up, I go above them. I saw the crusted and all these goals. And what's the known? Swerve black hands, I make the elevator above. Just can't afford no drop below. And so my eyes be young. All of which I can't effectuate and just create. I'm using gold that was extracted from the cabins of the mind state and patterns of the narrow. Help me travel with them parallel to capture what I'm mapping. Mental canvas and a line frame describing that which I chase with blind haze. And so we gold on my sight. And it ain't no bullshit. Step I like the road is the last to try to make. A living off controlling the mic in my wallet one day. Maybe y'all feel more than Jackson's in it. And from the floor, so we actively rise. Only limits that some mind could be will trash me aside. But I ignore him because these passages mine. Got a more tunes with whole truths to show proof. Some bold moves and go through. We're manifesting this. See it clearing in the forest in a circle of trees. A tribe gathered round the fire, reinterpreting dreams. 2015, swiftly traversing the beat, analyzing the times to find our version of free. The purpose of me, earning this green, burning this weed, learning to read faster, a master, and observing the scene. Philosophical monologue, dropping the higher logic from top of a conscious noggin's people tree. Keep it popping, we rocking. What a beautiful crowd. Speakers let us conduct a spiritual ritual loud. It's visual now. I'm even dreaming when I wake up. Seeing what we made up, shoot for the future like lasers, all praises do. And may it survive the chief chant around the fire while the tribe is getting live. California losing water, mother nature on the payback. Keep my faith in mama, staying steady on my ray dance. Surely come to be everything we've 
That was one off the People's Trees Treat Him with ZMR. That was Champ NASA, Cali J, Morris Dunn, High Low. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. Hell yeah. Shout out People's Tree. Solidarity. So you two actually met through uh through E and Melly. How I've never I- met this man in my life. Never. <laughs> he just, we just, he just popped up. Kenzo just said that's met today when I saw him at a party. Who he was is like, this guy? He was like, Mike, right? Your name is, <laughs> name is Mike. <laughs> but, uh, I, like, I like to fuck with people's minds, man. That's what I do. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so how, how did you both meet uh, E and Millie? I feel like those aren't people you just bump into at like, like Walgreens or anything. I feel like it's like a very, <laughs> very serious. Sometimes you meet them. That would be the dopest Walgreens trip. <laughs> it it's hard to do it justice how I met these right. guys. Like um I was nineteen when I met Max. He was pretty much like the coolest guy I've ever met. And I just <laughs> like listened to everything he said. I just kinda shut the fuck up and played the cut for a minute and that that's my dude. He's taught me a lot. He's helped me. He's the reason I was able to immerse myself in San Francisco and all its beautiful culture. You know what I'm saying? And uh Shout out to Max. It was his birthday yesterday. Yeah. Happy Yee. birthday. Happy birthday, Max. Then, uh, Happy birthday to you. I met everybody involved with Solidarity Records through Max mm-hmm. over the years. I met both Max and E on the same day um, through my best friend, uh, Joe, who passed a few years back. Um, he took me with uh, this guy, 24 Lifetimes, dope dude, who actually first took me to TD Camp's studio. Mm-hmm. I met TD Camp before pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the studio in West Oakland, it was dope. And um, I met Ian Max at the same time at Cannabis Company on 420. <laughs> Divine intervention alone. <laughs> you know, I, I found myself on Hate Street, cracking party at the Cannabis Company, never been there before. They had the um, the Swiss, you know, those uh, cannabis uh, iced teas, the orange ones. Yeah. Big old bucket of that. He had braids, I remember. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, for whatever reason, I can't, I think maybe because I moved or whatever, um, I didn't, I don't think I saw them for a while. And then we kind of came back together through music. Um, and yeah, the rest is kind of history. They're mentors, friends. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even have words. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I work with them and I live with, I, like I li- I, we live in the same energetic space and mm-hmm. we're, we're just, we're peoples. That's my family. Definitely. You know, they I don't know al- where he went. I miss it. They him. would always say it's like reciprocal. Like, you know, they would say it's like just as, just of just as much of an honor to them that they get to hang out with the youth. Yeah. But like I don't know. Like, <laughs> like yeah. we're very 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 thankful. Yeah. And we feel very blessed to have Definitely. their guidance. You know. They instilled that in us though, because I mean, like even like to just return to you don't know Jack, in relation to like what E is doing for us, you know. Mm. And uh, you know I. I I have to shout out as well my my amazing sis uh, Steph Love, who is just like my my life guide and love, um, and my mother and just what like all the all my OGs and all our OGs and um, you know Mike Marshall for example has been one of my biggest inspirations through having met him through E and understanding you know the way that he works and loves music it's crazy um, and it makes me want to do that too you know. Like, I'm looking at the next people down. I'm looking at, you know, 
15, 16, 17, you know, people who are my age when I, who are my, who are the same age I was when I wanted to make music and do it for real. Um, like I'm even like the twenties and the twenty ones, my, um, my homie, uh, D, vitamin D, mm. he's a b-boy. He's in the video for You Don't Know Jack, and um, I just like I found him randomly on Instagram, and we're becoming really, you know, really good friends. I, it's it's been a really cool kind of short time, uh, and he's a talented cat. And I just want everyone to want for themselves, you know, what people who love them want for them. Mm. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I really, I really do just want to be. I want to be an OG because of E in there. Yeah, you know. Hell yeah. Or I'll strive to do that, you know, and to kick it down, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Game is to be told to the right ones, you know? Yeah. I feel, I feel, uh, it's just, I don't know, this conversation uh, kind of reminds me of, like, uh, how it felt, like, during during the hunger strike situation, because they were all just, like, these dudes, like, if it, it was a very political thing for all of us, but I think at the same time for us in this room, it was a very personal thing, like, for us to see our loved ones go through something like that and mm-hmm. to do it literally for the sake of us, for the sake of the, the future, you know yep. what I'm saying? And I was just like, that's just like a heavy thing that I feel like really brought us all together. I think how... How do you how do you both feel about San Francisco now? Like you're both kind of emerged through it through these two guys. You know what I mean? Like how do you guys like what does San Francisco mean to you? Sorry, you mean to blow on the mic. San Francisco means facing yourself and others and like living with your shit and working through it. And I think really like people do come here to find themselves. You know, whether like they come here by accident or come here on purpose to settle on the land and dry up all the resources and move everyone out. They really do have to face themselves at some point. We, we all do. We have to face ourselves. San Francisco could be like a microcosm of life, right? Or maybe that's any city you live in because, you know, I've, I've this is the longest I think I've lived in one place, you know, especially in adulthood. Like, I'm just facing every little thing and and really trying to like examine humanity both within and without and san francisco is a great great place to do that because people are just kind of here and moving to me this city and like she said this is the longest this is the only american city i've ever lived in this might just be a good example of all cities but to me san francisco is having a conversation on the train with a stranger and that conversation helping you in your path so you know like Mm -hmm. the sheer fact that your healing comes through these like uh spontaneous events you know you walk through this city and you hear little things little bits and pieces here and there and somehow that connects to your own life and that's that's like symbolizing this like self-healing organism does that make sense like um that's why i'm still here you meet good people even in all the craziness you know we are bound kind of together by what happens here and like what we're doing about it you know what i mean and um i don't know i just think we should all kind of harness the the love and creativity and uh life that is here and Rebuild, you know what I mean? Um, shout out. Also, I, I, I had a thought. DJ Ewok, 
Um, yeah, dude. Morph Life. Morph Life production. He did the video uh, for You Don't Know Jack. Wow, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. It's like, it's That's really tight. family this time. Everything, the out down to the, the whole album really is just like. That's what's up. All the people that I've grown to love. Well, some of the people that I've grown to love. Right on. Some I love more than others. <laughs> Yo, thank you for coming, Zio. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. Um, you, too, you too, Hilo. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been really cool. I hope we um I hope we do this again sometime. Old Soul Radio. Hell yeah. Ask. Ask. Um, we're gonna play the single once more, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't know Jack. One more time, and then we're getting out of here. Yeah. Um. I just like to say as well. Yeah. There it is. Thank you again, Zimara. Thanks, Thank Liam. It's cool to kick it with y'all in this environment, man. Usually it's the house or, you know, boom, boom, room. Speaking of boom, boom, room, ooh, that's where we're headed right now. We're going right boom, now. boom, boom, room for the after party. Miss Jenna Medina. And the next, I'll see you there. Next Friday. Gemstone band. One of my other singer sisters in San Francisco here killing it. And then next Friday, next Friday, oh, there's yeah. a party, a house party, going to have a house party. 1981. Y'all don't know about that. Um, at the Treehouse. Tell them, Kenzo. Yeah, we're celebrating uh, moving on from our studio. We've been working out for five years, and place Come through. A place I've been living at as well. But uh, you know, things change, and that's good. And uh, see y'all on the gram. All yeah. the infos on the gram. Come, Come through. Come through. Yeah, the Instagram, <laughs> the Facebook. It's a TPT party celebration of the Treehouse. Fall uh, through family. June third, yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. And look out for more Secret Garden shows. That was one of the dopest shows I went to yeah. in a long time. Yep, shout out Tattoo Vision and everybody, yeah. Chimmy. And uh, here's the, you don't know Jack, one more time for your mind. Knock Knock Studios production. Yeah. 
as a brother and remember each man as a friend now 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 now
televised. It'll be on a podcast. You're behind. The race is long, and in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most...